This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Uh, some thank yous this morning. Thank you first off my parents for having me <laughs> another thank you for tiktok for showing me a delicious taquito recipe for my air fryer so it was very healthy mm. and then also to uh centrist for sponsoring and supporting our podcast you know seriously that does mean a lot to us it means a lot to us anybody that wants to um, be a part of our podcast because we know they know how important you are that that listen to our podcast and we really appreciate the audience that we do that we have and mm-hmm. and it means the world to us and so we try to work with people that we think are important to you as well. Uh, it's got to be a match made in heaven before we do that. And that's what right. Centrist Federal Credit Union has always been. And they're there for you. They're here in town. Um, we personally have used them. I'm using them personally. This is, I'm like, what, three or four months in now uh, with them. And everything is awesome. And if I have any questions, I can get a person on the phone. And I dial one four. I dial 402, not even a one. Not a one. 402. So funny. I got a story for you here in just a second as soon as I tell you this. But anyway, yeah, you dial a local number and you get somebody. It's not 1-800 and pray to God they're in the same time zone. Right. Um, 100%. Right? Yeah. It is so nice to have a, a local Local yeah. bank that you can go into the actual bank and talk to somebody yeah. or call them or go on their website, which they are local, but they still have a, are on the World Wide Web. Right. It's uh, centrusfcu.org. So please do, if you do uh, talk to them, uh, just know that we appreciate you checking them out. And if you're thinking about a home loan, refinance, or, or just a mortgage, they still have a special that's going on. It's through the month of June, June 24th, as a matter of fact. Details are on the site if you want to check it out. A real quick thing when I just said that, uh, 1402. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was at an event this morning, early this morning, like a Chamber of Commerce event, which it was a Chamber of Commerce morning, and the Chamber lady said it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like you I can't help heard it. For so long. It's a Chamber of Commerce yeah. day. Beautiful weather <laughs> in the city, um, but we were at the Granary in Ralston. Absolutely gorgeous. The outside event and in the outside area is, is fantastic, but it was beautiful. And and another a little slip of the tongue. It was so funny because she said something about getting in touch with one of the vendors, and she says you can just look them up in the phone book. Or I mean, well, I guess you can Google. Um, <laughs> you, you can Google. <laughs> <I'm> thinking, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking all those little slips of the tongue, like uh, the Rolodex. Uh, look them up in the phone book. One four zero two. Or call the operator. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you for inf- call information. Right, because I don't even know if they still have information. Because I know they did a couple years ago, but yeah. it was like two fifty if you called them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I don't know if they do or not. It's it's funny. I'm watching the Sopranos and they, some of the episodes, you know, that was early two thousands, and yeah, they used the in, uh, information quite a bit. Look for whoever in whatever city. Okay, then forget about that. Just search the whole state. It's like what? Right, calling information, That's and nuts. it was free. That was yeah. the real kicker is that you could call information if you didn't know about this. I'm just I'm like God. You think about all the 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 the, the transformations that have happened in the last. 40 years, it used to be, you know, you call the operator to make a call for you, call collect, call person to person. Uh, you know, you, you could do all those kind of things. And then um, having them look up stuff and then you had information. Was it for, it was 411, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. you still have a 411 website or accounts on social media, which is for information. That's mm-hmm. why it says that. Um, but it's interesting too, because another a little TikTok that I saw, somebody mentioned something about things that you say that your kids don't understand. And one of them said, my daughter, the other day, um, I asked her to roll up the window and she said, why do we do that? 
And she says, because it's hot out. And she says, no, why do you roll it up? What are yeah. you talking about? Don't you just good raise point. the window? Raise the window or put the window down? I mean, it's a good well, point. And, and this, the universal signal for rolling up the window yeah. is still the mm-hmm. same because you act like you're rolling right. up the window. Yeah. I, I mean, you just never think that that's <laughs> something that somebody wouldn't understand that didn't actually have to roll up Not a window. Not to we're all dead. Not to we're all dead will nope. that go away. And then, and then in 100 years, somebody's going to say, why do you say that? I don't know, because my dad did, my grandpa did, my great-grandpa did. I have no idea. I don't and know. there'll be a radio show in the future that goes, oh, my God, those idiots have been doing this just because their dad, parents did it back in the 1970s. Because they had windows they literally had to roll up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I like those little slips of the tongue because it's just kind of funny. Things that you say that your kids don't understand. Think about that. And if you have any, let us know. Maybe that's why kids look at you like you don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes, possibly different yeah. language. But yeah, speaking of text messages, there are a lot of ways to get a hold of us. 402-403-9478 is uh, this one. And this one is, uh, I'm going to say her name first because at the end, she doesn't know whether she wants her name to be associated with this, but I'm going to throw it out there, Courtney. <laughs> Throwing it out there at the very beginning. And I'll tell you why she didn't. Well, okay. you'll probably understand why she didn't. Okay. Um, says only halfway through through today's episode, which was June 8th yesterday. Okay. Um, need to clear some things up. Okay. General Hospital equals Port Charles. Thank you. One Life to Live equals Landview. <gasps> By the way, it was Bo and Nora. Bo and Nora. See, you were talking about Bo and Hope, though, were on a different show. Bo and Hope were a different show. There was show. a different Bo. Yeah. Because Bo and Nora, remember Nora Hannon, Cannon Buchanan? She was Nora Hannon, Nora Hannon, Gannon Buchanan. You look Nora- at me, remember? I'm like, I don't Don't. Okay, remember. Nora Han- she'll know. Um, Bo, Bo Buchanan married Nora Hannon, who had been married to an attorney who was, I think it was Frank Gannon. So she was Nora Hannon Gannon Buchanan. That's amazing. I would hyphenate my last name if I had hilarious. that. If I had that option. Oh, <laughs> She I was would, one of my favorite characters, that's too. That's the best. I'm glad you brought her up. Okay, Landview, and that's with two L's, by the way. Go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, it is? Okay. Two L, L-L-A-N. Um, Don't know why I know that. Uh, All My Children equals Pine Valley. Pine Valley! Kelly Rippa and husband met on All My Children, not oh, General Hospital. I thought it was General Hospital. And she says, I'm a third generation GH watcher whose mom also dabbed in watching OLTL. One, One Life to, to Live. live. Okay. And good. AMC. All, All My, my children. children. LOL, she said. Uh, I'm a nerd and I get it. By the way, this is Courtney. Not sure if I want to leave my name because I'm so embarrassed about how much I know about the soaps. Oh my God. You know what would be fun? A podcast about soap operas. Well, you should do it. You and Courtney. Lord, you don't need any experts. You guys are the experts. It could be just the ABC soaps. Yeah. Because they were the best. Bye. You know what you could do? I love I love shows like um, Ladies, um, Office Ladies or whatever, Jenna Fisher's podcast yeah. with Angela. And they go back episode by episode and watch the episodes and then talk about the episodes. <gasps> you guys could go back OG, these soap operas, and just do like you're watching Anthony, them again for the first time. Oh, what was, what was the character? Anthony Geary was on, oh my God, hold on just one second, because I got to look, and I know, Courtney, I know you're yelling right now. I know you are, and I am so sorry to do this to you. Anthony, not Anthony Geary. What was his name? Was he, was it Anthony Geary? Yes. He was an actor, or still, maybe, I don't know. Just look at her. He was on. I'm just um, everybody that's listening, just just let her talk to herself. Just let me she usually, talk through she this. spins into a ditch usually, and usually figures it out and comes out on the other side, thanks herself, and it's just fun to watch. Luke and Laura Spencer. Oh, yeah. The early 80s. Luke and Laura Spencer. He was Luke Spencer. That was the the wedding. Oh, right. Of forever. Forever. Like, it was like royal. Royalty. It really, it, I think it outdid the royal wedding. Yeah, it was humongous. Honestly, because the royal wedding wasn't too far after that. Um, I think it did, but that would be, oh my gosh. We yeah. may have to talk, Courtney. Yeah. See, Courtney? You just got yourself mm-hmm. into trouble. That's awesome. All right. So there's that. Um, hey, real quick. Two before another thing, because we're getting down to the wire. Uh, somebody else who jumped on the show because they're wanting to talk to you because they have a great deal going on is Omaha Steaks. Uh, 
I'm not kidding you. You've got till the 14th to get this order so you can make sure that you have it in the house for right. Father's Day. I mean, there's no better present than meat than steaks for dads for Father's <laughs> Day. For anybody, but for specifically for Father's Day and the dads want meat. Dads want meat. Well, dads want steak. I mean, it's the same thing. Dads want steak packed. It's 99 bucks. You yeah. can just go to omahasteaks.com and type in Pat and JT in the search bar. It'll bring up our page and you'll get that $99 package. It has, it's 99 bucks, usually almost 250 that's a huge savings. Well worth and it. you get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers along with it. So omahasteaks.com. Do that by the 14th. We have Brittany news. As a matter of fact, this is kind of fun because we haven't done something like this for a long time. The whole Brittany segment. We kind of do. This is, this is like, it, it harkens back to, um, I guess, really when we'd have our entertainment segment, right? Hollywood mm-hmm. Blitz. Um, the Hollywood Blitz was it's so much fun. And it was just like a fast four minutes. Um, but this is like all Brittany and there's so much news about Brittany. I'm going to start off with the, the probably the least surprising story that's on here is that she and her boyfriend are getting married today as we speak. So she and Sam are getting married. Remember, they just had the, the pregnancy. They lost their pregnancy, lost the baby, and it just happened. So she and Sam, they are getting married um, at her home in Thousand Oaks, California. And it was in page six. So it's, they said they're going to tie the knot, about 50 close friends and family members. TMZ also reporting that her brother, Brian, will be in attendance. But her parents and her sister did not receive invitations after the conservatorship battle. I have a feeling they weren't expecting them. I would, and I'm surprised that Brian did because she even called Brian out at um, toward the end of the conservatorship that talking about how, because he said something publicly and then she called him out for that, not either not being the truth or he wasn't supportive like he should have been as a brother. So they must have made amends or whatever, but I don't think the family was expecting. Interesting. And, and you brought a video, which is kind of interesting, that ties into this story. That's thought um, last night. So we're going to go out of order what we had pr- okay. previously thought about. Um, ahead of their wedding, she just shared a video that she and Sam were out riding in a Rolls Royce. And that's when she showed off what looked like her bridal manicure, had a glass of champagne, um, and we got to hear a little conversation. And this, this is, is so weird. This is on her story now. So if you go to her Instagram, it won't be there in about six hours. So okay. here you go. Here, here. All right. So this is my second time to ever be in a Rolls Royce. I'm really excited. There's stars on the ceiling and there's also the holes on my um, my nails. See, I'm really excited about that. I know I'm stupid. Sorry. But. I don't get the accent that I don't all of a sudden. Toodaloo, my friends. Maybe and then she's just being fancy. So then the next, the next slide. So there are three short videos on her story. The very next one was a screenshot of like something she typed out on on notes in an iPhone. Okay. That apparently people were calling her out because her she said her face looked dirty. Said I'm sorry, my face looks looks dirty, but I had an emotional day and I had no makeup. I know most. So and <laughs> I don't think her face looked dirty. Um, her. Her, for a lo- the longest time, listen to me critiquing. I love this. Her her makeup has looked weird. Like she's just looked like just tired and like I. So I assume that she's doing it all herself now, and like she doesn't care. And I wouldn't care either after being welcome. Held- welcome to Cover Girl and L'Oreal, huh? right? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> it's not easy matching those colors, right. is it? <laughs> right. So yeah, she, I don't know. She and she talks about she was in French Polynesia. Went to a spa and found this moisturizer. Can't say the product name because it's in another another language. It just went on and on and on. And it's those videos are she does this all the time. And it's and it's on like on her Instagram page. The videos of her just dancing 
Yeah. It just make no sense. And probably once or twice a week, Beth and I'll be sitting there at night and we'll scroll across <laughs> this and she'll look at me and she's like, what is she doing? Like, what is she doing? Where is Sam? Where Sam, is her people? in this video, she's sitting next to Sam and Sam's laughing and smiling. It's like, dude, you, at some point. Make her stop. And maybe this is all an act to get people but th- talking. That could be. That could be. I mean, she's. Talk about staying power. Right. I mean, she's been around since the early 90s. Right. I know. Um, and, and it hit it big, what, in the late 90s? Early 2000s. Mid, and then early 2000s. Um, you know, I mean. I don't know. She's, I know she had her moments. 2007 was a rough period. And that, and that brings us to the next story. Um, because apparently Brittany just yesterday calling out Kelly Clarkson over some resurfaced audio. I don't know who resurfaced it, but this is what it was. And But wouldn't it be funny if she's just totally just screwing with everyone? Like Normally, <laughs> you know, it so. depends what celebrity you talk about, because I think some celebrities are, uh, are smart enough and are, that are capable of doing that. Because it'd be real I funny just, if she were like, just kidding. Well, <laughs> it, it, it'd, be fu- it'd be funny up until but kid man, number thanks. two. Because, I mean, think about it. She She's done no press for her album, which I love, by the way. I like her album. But, yeah, I do. But she's done no press. She gets so much press off of all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. She can't. Wouldn't We've it be funny, this. though? I'm just saying. But wouldn't it be f- So that was on the Burt Show radio interview. And back in 2007, right after Kelly uh, you know, had the umbrella moment, shaved her head. You mean uh, Brittany? I'm sorry, Brittany. Yeah. Had all that, had all those moments and, and, and everything was going bonkers. And I remember we talked about it, too. It was just like, what that? Yeah. This can't be real. Why? Because if it's real, why is nobody stepping in? That was, that was the thing. Because, yeah. And we didn't realize how that, that there was, we no at that time, you didn't default to thinking about mental illness. You didn't think about that. You just well, thought you, that she was going crazy. She was a brat. But you also thought if it was real, somebody would step in. You would think. And we didn't have repeated episodes of this. That's why you're thinking, this can't, no, it, it can't be real. And and nobody, but I don't even know that I knew about the conservatorship at that point. That was thirteen years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Or if we or did, longer than that it. was fifteen years ago. It, did, it didn't mean anything. Like it didn't mean what it did the last five years. Right. And so Brittany, that audio came back out. So Brittany addressed it, and she just said, "I don't forget. Don't you just wish you would say she's kidding? Really, Clarkson? In a world where bullying has heart has been heartbreaking, I've had my share. Can we get in?" Ah, I'm not kidding. Play on friends, play on. I don't know what that means. But it's like, well, she didn't just say it, Brett. She said that 15 years ago. Yeah. And bullying wasn't even a topic. It was. Well, and I don't think that's, I mean, that's. I don't think think that's fair. I don't think it's. And I don't think it was bullying either. Because like she said, it just doesn't seem like, you know, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I don't think Kelly Clarkson cares now. <laughs> no. Probably not on her radar. Who would think that Kelly Clarkson 15 years later would be doing what she's doing? Exactly. Right? Isn't yeah. that crazy? Oh, my God. Speaking of doing what they're doing, uh, have you heard of the Chrisleys? Okay, hold on before we go there. Yeah, just stay there. Don't move. Okay, we're going to talk about one more friend of ours that okay. uh, is now on the show with us and is going to be with us for a while, which is fantastic. Uh, Union Omaha. Um, if you haven't been out to a soccer game, I went to my first one last year. I have not been to a soccer game yet. I've been gonna, there many times for baseball, but never been there to a, for a soccer game. I'm just going to say, right now they're out of town. They're going to be playing in Tucson uh, this, week, uh, this weekend, but next week they're back in Greenville is going to be here. The Greenville Triumph is going to be here next week, and June 18th is their Pride Night, as a, as a matter of fact, for Pride Month. Um, but if you have never been to one of their soccer games, and we've got Austin, 
who used to play for Union Omaha and got the championship, and now he works here at Herd Out with us. But um, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, it's one I of mean, the premier teams in the country in, in, that, in that league. I mean, they've they've won championships and they've only been a, a franchise for a few years. Yeah, uh, literally, they would have been like first, a three time champion if it wasn't for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their first year was twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, the beginning of twenty twenty. So that's it, the fact that they hit at that time and they're still doing as well as they are and as nationally respected as they are is a huge thing, and they're right here in our town. Hundred percent. So congratulations to them. But yeah, grab the family and head out to the ballpark, and you can go watch a soccer game. Right. Which is fantastic. All right, let's talk about the Chrisleys. Speaking of Pride Month. I wonder. He should be. I mean. He should be. He should be. Um, I don't know if you'd seen the news, but the, the Chrisleys are in a heap load of trouble. And they had a three-week trial. The prosecutors alleging at that time that he, Todd Chrisley, and his wife, Julie, falsified documents to get $30 million in bank loans to pay for their lifestyles. Then they filed for bankruptcy so they wouldn't have to pay over $20 million that they owed in debt. Oh, my gosh. And according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the prosecutor said they intentionally swindled smaller banks to end up racking up that $30 million from 2007 to 2012. That's when they were riding high on the hog, had their oh, TV yeah. show. And I love their TV show, by the way. Oh, I love their show. I did. I loved their show. I thought he was funny. I thought the kids were funny. They were, they were, just, they were just like gearing up. To that, it's like it's like they were setting the stage because because when they came on, they were these rich these rich people, right? But I remember so when they, they were setting started, the stage. Yeah, and I totally get that, and that's why it was so confusing at the time because when they came on, Christy knows best. Is like, who are these people? Like, they obviously are doing something, and they never really said. I know he did real estate, so you assumed okay, dude made a ton of money in real estate, right? But they never talked about that. It was always about his department store, the Christy brands, his kid stuff. It's like where. Are, what are you, what are you, who is this? His job was for five years collecting money from all these small banks and creating this facade of this lifestyle. And then they sold that to the, what was it, Bravo? USA, USA, to put their TV show on. And then they were this rich family that were outrageous. And they, and they, they it's like they created the whole thing, but the producers weren't in on it. You think that you know that you, just like, um, Oh, what's, what's a comparison? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of a good comparison. But you know you're doing this stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. So you, the last thing you'd want to do is to do stuff to where you have to end up filing bankruptcy to then have a bigger spotlight on you. Somebody filing bankruptcy over $10,000 is one thing versus $30 million 30 or $20 million. Million, whatever. The government's going to look at you a little closer. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, they're saying they also lied about the money that they made from the TV show. Plus, there was about $500,000 in back taxes that were owed for 2009. So their show didn't start till 2014. So from 7 to 12, they were amassing all this money and not paying their taxes. Good and Lord. then they launched a shell company. And then they put his wife's name on it to prevent the IRS from seizing that half million that was owed from the previous tax bill because this was now hers. And their lawyer was also found guilty that he knew all about this all along and he filed the false tax returns. So the ninth season of Chrisley's Chrisley Knows Best was scheduled to return June twenty third, oh, and it's it's on hiatus I until bet. December. Oh, it might be on hiatus for a long time. Forever, <laughs> they did renew for a tenth season, so maybe it'll be from prison. Uh, I don't know, man. but along with that, then came the discovery that his business manager for um, Chrisley, that his business manager. <laughs> is now being touted as the scorned gay lover who brought down Todd Chrisley. 
And that's in the Daily Mail. But you got to love for their headlines. I don't know who said this is a discovery. I don't. <laughs> like it's. it's He's, he, and <laughs> like, so. Uh, first time I watched this show, it's like, is, who's the gay guy married to? Did I miss it? Did I miss a story? I mean, it's, uh, it's like a blatant. I know. It's blatant. And it's blatant. It is. And it's like, why? why I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and the, the real kicker is. He's the, the the business partner. He's married, dad, grandfather of two. His wife of thirty four years is quote standing by him even after he confessed to the gay affair and helping to commit bank fraud because she knew about it. I betcha she has. I'm sure she knew about it. <laughs> of course she did. So at this point, nobody's really talking about this uh, affair. <clears throat> so so some are saying that that Chrisley Todd Chrisley was outed. I'm like, no, no, he, he wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> no. You can't be out if you're not in. <laughs> you know, you it's just stop. Just do, just do it. Just who cares? Like nobody, nobody cares. I get it, it's a personal decision it. or whatever, but it's just like nobody cares anymore. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. It's almost like a ha ha. Right. <laughs> Fooled you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I mean, his wife, his whatever her Chrisley, Chrisley's wife, wife. Yeah. I mean, she Julie Beard. We're just going to call her Beard. She's got it. She's got to be. She's, she doesn't appear to be stupid to me. No, she's a very smart and lady. And look at the whole plan that they put together for the money so thing maybe, as well. Maybe, maybe the whole thing was. Well, maybe she got roped in after they had, he had a little bit of money. Like, and then, then after they got mm. married, then it started rolling and then she found out about it and then she couldn't go anywhere. And then she found out about it? Well, not, not, not really. the gayness. I'm talking about the money. Say, okay. Thank no, you. She knew that from the very, very she beginning. She had to. I mean, if he's always been this way, then again, we have to assume that he has because he is so out, so outrageous. Yeah. I can't believe he just created that. I think, and I, and my, as I get older, uh-huh. my gaydar gets more, uh, on point? more sharp. Cause I, before, back in the day, I had no clue, no idea. <laughs> I had no clue. Like, hey, whatever, no clue. But no, now no I can, mm, not going to pull that one over on me, nope. buddy. <laughs> and then finally, last story for you today. Um, just looking back at the Johnny Depp trial, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Uh, if you were watching it at all, you more than likely were watching it on the Law and Crime Network, which they did a phenomenal job. And I think they were the only ones that were allowed in the courtroom, but everybody else was throwing clips out all over the place, right? But a lot of people watching it live. Like when we were watching the final day, I think there was like 5 million people watching. Um, but they said that literally this thing just broke records in an unprecedented manner. The network's YouTube viewership uh, recorded, um, let's see, I was 3.5 million viewers during the verdict. Okay, we knew that was coming. Across all platforms, they saw daily viewership 50 times higher than before the trial Jeez. began. And after dominating the news cycles for about six weeks, the trial ended. They saw that, oh, he's got to pay money. And, and by the way, he, Johnny Depp, he has kind of insinuated that he's, he's not looking to expect money from her. He, he, he's not. He just wanted to prove his case. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's going to push things to make her pay for the money that she's supposed to own because she doesn't have that money and she's been taken out of every movie she's yeah that they can take her out of but they said that since the trial began that network crime and law law and crime law and crimes youtube channel they've seen over a billion views oh my gosh isn't that insane that is insane that but people were just so thirsty for this for some reason. It's just but and some speak to it. They think there was a lot of influence. Um, you know, it it was it was almost one person said it was almost like the Roman Colosseum. 
you know, it's just like everybody was there to watch this mm-hmm. battle and see how this turned out. And of course, a lot of people were saying that had huge consequences for the Me Too movement and uh, it's going to set women back. But then you had people on the other side saying what she did had huge consequences for yes. the U2 movement or Me Too movement and would set them back, yeah. which I think that's. I, I, yeah, I think it. The right I, and I don't, I don't know if it's. It, necessarily set the Me Too movement back, but it all, I think it kind of shined a light on guys aren't always in these situations. You have to, you have to listen to both sides. You really you do, do because you just, you can't go by what guy or girl, but in this case, what a girl says happened and just say, well, I, I believe this, her. I just we, believe her. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's not always the truth. Right. And that, that was, was blatant and it was awful what mm-hmm. she did. Yep. It really was. But yeah, I thought that was... Yeah, because he has all the money in the world that he can defend himself, but the, a normal person with a normal job and normal money yeah. uh, doesn't have the money to go to court and trial for six weeks to try to clear their name. They right. don't have it. They just eat it. So it's fantastic that he did do this because I think it did open a lot of people's eyes Yep. to, hey, wait, right. let's not, let's just not... Let's listen to her. We don't have to believe anybody until we figure out the case, but let's listen to everybody. Listen to, to everybody. Automatically default believe someone. There you go. That's our serious PSA for the day. That's it. So there it is. Don't always default believe somebody. <laughs> That's your motto That's anyway. Don't anyway. just don't believe. Just don't believe. Just don't. Google. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.